welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. This week is a final cast in the series around getting a new job. And this week, I want to look at how to hand over and leave your role. What's the best approach? And how to make sure business keeps going when you're gone. So let's get on with the show. So you're off. You've handed your notice in. And you're leaving on the best of terms. Now it's time to hand over those projects and work you've been doing to leave that legacy that you'd like when you leave a company. Now you're leaving on a good term, so that's really good. You've done the steps about making sure you've talked to your boss, you've made some agreement with them around the handover, and you may also have sort of said to the person that you might want to leave on a shorter notice period. So when you're going to be handing over to the new manager or the short-term replacement, it's a good place to start, is to start to look at how that will actually happen. And it should really start from the day that you um, really hand your notice in. You know, you, you even before that, it's a good idea to sort of get yourself in a position when you're ready to hand over the documents and the information you've been working on. Now, just to point out that you might not be able to short your, your notice period. You are contractually sort of obliged to do two or three months, depending on your contract. So that actually at this point, don't get too sort of down if you still have to do your full period. A good handover is just a good thing you should be doing anyway. I mean, if you're work, working in a business and you're going into a new role and you've got the person ready to hand over to you as you get there, wouldn't that be a great feeling? I know I've had roles where I've turned up and the managers or left maybe months months before and that makes it quite difficult because you've got to start from a scratch you've got to try to build all the stuff that was being worked on who's been dealing with this whereas if you've got yourself in a position of getting a handover document ready to go with all the information then that's a great place to be for your person who's coming in and as we said in other casts people work for people and people remember people so if you've done it on the right approach you've done a right uh, handover then it always is a positive for yourself as a professional manager and leader of people. But what is the right approach then? What information should you be handing over and how should you really do it? Now, uh, in my mind, the interim manager or the stand-up manager might be someone who's going to be filling in or it might be the full-timer. If you're lucky enough that they've done the recruitment process quick enough, then there may be a chance that you've got that person in place ready to go. But sometimes it isn't, so it might be just handing over to somebody else. Maybe your second in command will be the person who's going to step up, which would be brilliant because obviously it gives you a chance to hand over to someone who hopefully should have already known some of the things that you're working on. If not, then actually just having the documented evidence and having the stuff there ready to go will make it easier anyway, even if you don't physically see or meet the new person coming in. So how do we do it? How do we lay down these important facts? Now, obviously, there's going to be a personal touch to everything you do. You can't just hand over it and say, well, this is what I've been working on. Because, you know, the finesse of it, the, the little contacts you would have done, the little nuances won't be there. But this is around a guide to help you just hand over the basics of what you've been working on. Of course, it's a lot easier, like I said, if you can talk to the person face to face and walk them through it, even if that's a couple of days. But if not, this is the best approach in my mind, when I've moved roles in the past. 
So what I'd do is I'd open up a Google or a Microsoft shared document that can be readily available for the new person to use. And then I'd start to gather together the information. Now, some companies actually have a formalised master schedule where it lays down what the manager should be doing by a department. So there may be a health and safety master schedule, a quality, a sales, um, a, a supply chain. And as a if you are in charge of that sort of business, then you'll have pulled those master schedules together and be working on them as a team anyway. If not, it's a great place to start. Really simple document. All you've got is a Microsoft uh, or any kind of a spreadsheet I'd use. And on one side, you've got the projects sort of titles. So what they've been working on by area. So if it's a quality one, it might be reduced complaints. And then you've got a timeline. So a Gantt chart to the right. So you've got the, the name of the area, the projects and then a Gantt chart to the right, where you lay down what that person should have been doing on those certain timelines. So should it start in April and finish in March, certain projects, you've got them there. Um, from the sort of harder things of, of, say, rolling out projects to the softer things. How are you going to do the communications to your team? Do you do that monthly? That's the people side of it. You may also have the development side and goals in there. So it's a real good document to have a master schedule. And, and you can run through a master schedule with anyone at any time. You can also do that remotely. So it makes it a lot easier. And then what I'd do is start to look in your diary of your standing meetings. So what meetings have you got every day, week, month that you want to be handing over? Now, if you know the person coming in or it is your second who's been promoted, then you can obviously forward those meetings to them. If not, I'd reach out to the people who've put those meetings in. Of course, if it's not you, but other people and ask them to add that new person to it, explaining that you'll be leaving the business. Um, and on the other side of it, tidying things up. So start to delete out the meetings that you're not going to be going to be running anymore. Again, good practice to hand those on to somebody else. So if it was a, an engineering meeting, ask your engineering lead to actually own the meeting instead of you, which is always a good thing to do. And then look at inviting the, the people who need to be at those meetings with the help of the new person coming in. Um, it can be a bit of a strange one because you'll get invited to loads of meetings in the future and you know you're not going to be there. So you can obviously go back to that person and say, can you please invite Mr. or Mrs. into that role going forward. Uh, also get your reports together. So what reports do you do on a weekly, monthly basis? Pull them together into your Google Doc or into your Microsoft shared document and start to sort of put an explanation, maybe a sheet in there of what you actually fill in. Uh, and then sort of look at how you're going to get that document ready for that person to take on. And that might be a pint, uh, the next point, which is getting some time in with them. So it's a good idea to start to get a blocked out amount of time for that new person to go with you and look at what they're going to be doing. So I start to block out when we know it's coming in hours at a time, it'll be two hours at a time while I just have handover time where you'll be talking through it. Um, also, what you should be doing is get those human contacts. So with the peers that you might be, who might want to or will be working with the new person is to get them to know who's coming in, maybe get a contact list. Uh, you would have done the old uh, contact business cards in the past, but obviously now that's gone. So a list of somewhere of these are the persons who runs this site or this person who's in charge of development or sales or uh, finance. Get those names down on a piece of paper or, or on a doc that you can then hand over to the new person. 
And then also look at how you're going to actually physically move. If that person's coming into your office, you need to find yourself a bit more space somewhere else because you're going to be leaving. So you need to start to get yourself, extract yourself out of the office. That's simple as clearing your desk, um, getting the books that you've taken there out of the way, uh, clearing the walls of any posters and uh, information that's not going to be relevant anymore. And then you're going to start giving that chair up. So the, the new person coming in, if there has or is a handover period, you can actually have a chance for them to sit in that chair and start to take the reins going forward um, and of course it's, it's making sure that you're starting to disconnect so when you've got into a place maybe a week or two down the handover that you can actually say to anyone coming to see you well actually need to talk to this person now I won't be here and start to physically hand over hard you know it's still going to be your ship you're still going to be in charge right to the way that you move out so you need to know what's going on but you also want the new person to start to move in and hand over and, and so you start to take a bit of a backward sort of uh, step and let them come in there but of course the last point on this is always be available um, to that person to make sure that they can come to you for support if you're leaving into company that's a lot easier if you're leaving externally nowadays with the communication channels there's nothing wrong with keeping those open for people to come and talk to you and um, go through it well that's about it so let's have a quick recap of what we're going to do then you're going to open some sort of document for sharing you're going to start getting a master schedule together of what's going on you're going to look at diaries standing meetings and who should be attending then you're going to look at your reports and get those up to date you're going to make sure you keep your contacts And then you're going to make sure you're available in the future to help the next person really deliver results that you were doing in your old role. Well, thanks for listening. Now it's over to you. You have the background of why it works. You have the context of how it will deliver results. You have a step-by-step guide. Now it's up to you to take action, start seeing the benefits. So what are you waiting for? Do it. Nothing comes from nothing. Okay, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this manager map podcast we hope you found it interesting helpful and actionable one last thing please leave a quick review on itunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of manager Matt. if you haven't already done so please subscribe to the podcast and if you did like anything in particular send an email to managermatpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermat.co.uk for more content Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.